This episode is brought to you by Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma. When it's time for an aircraft component inspection, overhaul, repair, or replacement, you need experienced technicians you can trust and friendly service you can count on. Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma, a family-owned business since 1959, delivers just that. Our techs have real-world experience and provide sales, service, and overhaul for piston engine aircraft accessories. We also have limited turbine capabilities such as fuel pumps, starter generators, and prop governors. And we can overhaul propellers ranging from fixed pitch to turbine. Propeller pickup and delivery service is available. And one more thing, mention this podcast to receive 5% off your next sale, service, or overhaul. Visit aircraftaccessoriesofok.com. This episode is brought to you by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and leading provider of autopilots for rotor and fixed-wing aircraft. The Genesis STEC 3100 Digital Autopilot provides increased safety, decreased pilot workload, and is approved for over 200 makes and models. To learn more about the STEC 3100, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. That's genesis-aerosystems.com. AOPA presents Never Again, True Pilot Stories from the World of General Aviation. In this episode, it's been said that aviation accidents are caused not by one bad decision, but by a chain of them. How about seven of them? Find out what's going on in I Knew I Was Rusty by James Witt. There may be no such thing as being overprepared, but there is such a thing as preparing for the near future at the expense of the moment. Like many pilots, COVID-19 limited my flying in the early part of this year. Between the lockdown and winter, I knew I was rusty. When I finally did get to fly, I spent time reviewing procedures, communications, my POH, and the airport diagram of my new home airport. I had just moved to this airport, and it is a patchwork of confusing, overlapping runways and taxiways. With that airport diagram on my kneeboard, I started my engine and taxied to the other end of the hangar row. The airport operates traffic off multiple intersecting runways simultaneously when winds are light, sometimes in opposite directions, a practice I was not familiar with at my previous airport where it is not allowed. I watched as a C-17 landed to the east, and then I called ground. The controller rattled off a taxi clearance to the west-facing runway so fast that parts of his transmission were unintelligible. Mistake chain link number one. I gave a readback of what I understood, which I knew may have been incomplete, but did not ask for clarification, thinking that if I missed something required, such as a runway crossing, the controller would correct me. Mistake chain link two. He didn't. Mistake chain link three. Now nervous, I taxied out and turned to the west on the taxiway instead of to the east, as I should have. I allowed myself to simply taxi in the direction of the runway I'd seen the C-17 land on. Mistake chain link four. I then began mentally running through my remaining departure items. Checklists, speeds emergency procedures for takeoff, instead of thinking about where I was and where I was going. The controller evidently did not notice me taxiing in the wrong direction and did not correct me. Mistake chain link number five. 
After slowly and carefully running through every step of my before takeoff checklist, I called Tower for takeoff clearance, giving the location of the runway I had been told to taxi to instead of the one where I was. Mistake chain link six. Tower cleared me for takeoff from the runway I was supposed to be on instead of where I was. Obviously, the controller did not look at the runway to see if I was at the east end of where I was supposed to be or check if anyone else was there or if there was an airplane at the opposite end where it wasn't supposed to be. Mistake chain link seven. It was only as I began to add power to the takeoff run that I saw the runway number and I realized what I had done. Immediately, I felt as if my blood had turned to ice water. How could I have been so stupid to make a very basic and serious mistake? I banished those thoughts and forced myself to deal with the situation. I called the tower and confessed. There was no way around it. I screwed up and needed to take responsibility for it. The controller simply cleared me for takeoff from my current position, and nothing more was said about it. I spent the flight mentally beating myself up for being an idiot. I'm tolerant of others when they make occasional mistakes in aviation. Many of them are more experienced and talented than I. But now that the mistake was mine, it was different. Later, when I was able to review the situation dispassionately, I found all seven links in the chain that led to the occurrence and was surprised to learn that there were so many. If I, or the controller, had been paying a little more attention, we could have broken the chain at any number of the seven points. We didn't. So why didn't we? I can't speak for the controller in this situation. They were on what may have been their last shift before retiring, and maybe they got complacent. For me, the lesson learned was that in trying to be diligent in preparing and thinking ahead, do not ignore what is happening at any particular moment, even when you are conducting a simple task. Indeed, I think if I had been doing something more complicated, I would have been more focused on what I was doing. But because the task was so simple, taxi to a designated runway, I wasn't thinking about it. Never again. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you monthly by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at aopa.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out AOPA's mobile flight planning app, AOPA Go, as well as the many free training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at aopa.org. The Never Again podcast is produced by Royce Earl. Thanks for listening. Fly safely.